sisters, join the resistance. Come on, let's start by talking tactics. Have a pass and match this. Here's how we practice. The last order conversation. David Jason. Hola, everybody. Welcome to Pop Culture Continuum. This is John Elliott. Hoi, hi. This is Patrick Riccardi. What was that? I was trying to think of how people said hello in telephones in the past. I couldn't remember it. Mr. Burns did in that episode of The Simpsons, but I couldn't remember what oh, it was. Hoy, hoy. A, you sounded ho- like a parrot. Was it a hoy hoy? That's what it was? Yeah. Why did that not catch on? Well, because it's really stupid, I think. <laughs> Which, you know, that's the reason it should have caught on for me and you. But I mean, hello is pretty stupid. It doesn't make any sense. Doesn't it? Well, it had it has the word hell in it, so I think people liked it more. Has there been a replacement for Paris Hilton? Like you know how like every generation seems to have that that person who's famous for being famous. Probably there been... one of those Kardashians. I don't really uh, know I, them. Yeah, I guess they can't. Yeah, I guess that's true. There. Yeah. Okay. So yes. And our generation was Zsa Zsa Gabor and, and George Hamilton because I never knew why they were famous. George Hamilton, at least I saw act in a couple things. Did he act first? So maybe maybe you're right. Maybe the like the love at first bite came, and then he just became famous for being famous. Yeah, I know. I yeah, I mean, I remember that's it specifically. Love at first bite is what I remember him from. What he did before that or after, I don't know. He was probably like some bit part TV actor who showed up on. She was in Godfather things. Part Three. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> post Love at First Bite. Um, yes, very post. Definitely Zsa Zsa, because we all yes. knew. Eva Gabor yeah. from uh, Green, Green Acres. Green Acres is the place to be. Um, anyway. Oh, this week we're doing... One Day at a Time, 1970s version, versus One Day at a Time, 2010s version. Yeah. And so, I guess we'll start with the 70s version. We couldn't get the pilot of this one but uh without paying and i didn't want to pay and after seeing the second episode i am glad i did not pay i am too uh yeah so the second episode of season one is on youtube if anybody wants to watch it i wouldn't recommend it um but it did run for a long time it was 75 to 84 and what what struck me is it it reminded me of all the bad parts of all in the family like it took all like the serious and trying to be political parts without any of the like the humor yeah, it was not funny. So we and all right, there's a couple things. And it that, was kind of like I mean, of course this is of its time, but it was kind of misogynistic in a weird way for such a feminist show. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to bring up. Um shit, what, what was I going to get at? Anyway, oh, oh, well, we'll talk about the plot. So Well, before we get into the plot, just I want to talk about the the, it was created by a husband and wife team. I don't remember their names, but what I didn't know was that the it was based on the woman's uh, life, like for a few years when she was raising her kids, and one of her daughters was Mer- Meredith Bernie from Family Ties. Oh, that yeah, was created by Whitney Blake and Alan Mannings. Or Mannings. so Whitney Blake's Whitney Blake's daughter Meredith was basically one of his daughters. Was she? Yeah, I wonder if she was. Uh... Never mind. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna bring up Mackenzie Phillips' problems. Uh, she had a rough life. Anyway, is she dead? Nope. I looked it up. I thought I did think she was, but no, she's still alive. Bonnie Franklin, who played the mom, is. I know she did die. Yeah, 
And Bella, Valerie Bertinelli still alive. Who might be the only thing about this show I liked, just because I remember having a crush on her when I was a kid, and then she was kind of funny. Yeah, I had a crush on her as a kid, too. Um, yeah, so the the basic premise of this show is that uh, the mother got divorced. She had two teenage daughters and moved to Indianapolis. Uh, and so she's raising her kids as a single mom. You know, no, that's high concept, I guess. And then... Um, I th- I think I mean I think that seems no big deal to us at the time, but I th- now, but I think at the time that was kind of a big deal. Yeah, seventy five because I don't remember when Alice came out, which was based on the Scorsese movie. Alice doesn't live here anymore. I never uh, saw the Scorsese movie, but we should do an episode about that show because I, I imagine it was it doesn't hold up, but it's probably better than this. Yeah, I would think so. At least it's got Flo and Mel, mm-hmm. um, and Schneider is no Mel. No, he wasn't. He wasn't the worst part of this episode, but yeah, he's no male. No, but yeah, this episode concerns um, man. What is her character's name? Why do I not? All I can think is Bonnie. Uh, what's her I name? think her her character's name is Mom. Yeah, that's it. So Mom uh, is dating a new guy. Yeah, Bonnie Franklin is is her name. Yeah, I don't know what she played. Anne Romano. Anne Romano. Oh. Doesn't seem very Italian. Um, well, that might be her married name. She's dating. Yeah, she starts dating some new guy. He's a pilot. And uh, he asks her to go away with him for a weekend in Chicago. That's the plot, pretty much. The one question, the one thing I don't get, like, I remember this character, but, like, that dude, what's his name? David? He's. I think that's her, her lawyer. Lawyer. But he's and also. Neighbor. In love with and her? love interest, yeah, yeah. Spoiler alert: later in the series, he they are about to get married, and the wedding is called off because he wants wants to have kids. Oh, did that happen? I don't. Rem- I don't even. Remember I saw that. it on Wikipedia. I did not remember that, and I did not would would never put myself trying to find out. Yeah, he. I mean, he's just kind of a schlub. He doesn't bring much to the show, but I do want to get into the yeah. Let's get into the misogyny of it because there was quite a bit. I thought with. In a, we- in a very weird way. Um, first of all, the two daughters are against her dating, which I guess is somewhat normal, but I would think in 1975 it, they would be cool with it. No, I, 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 I don't have any problem with that. I just think... No, that, that wasn't... Yeah. I'm not, that's not part of the misogyny. I'm just... No, okay, that was yeah. That was a plot point that um, they were weirded out by their yeah, mom yeah. dating... Uh, but yeah, then, then she has a whole crisis about, should I go? She mentioned she'd only been with one man in her life, right? Um, should I go with this guy to Chicago for the weekend? Like that's the whole big thing. And you know, but was there any, like, was, was the, the lawyer guy supposed to watch her kids? That's why I never picked up one. Who was, who was watching the kids? No, she said near the end that uh, it was their weekend with their dad anyway. So oh, I missed that. Okay. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, they, they covered their bait. There's no, there's no plot holes in this one, man. <laughs> look as much as you want. But so she, she's having problems going, but she has that, the, she goes to the lawyer, David, to talk to him about it as a friend, right? Right, and he he blows up at her because doesn't she understand he wants to be more than friends? Right, and it was just weird. It was like, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, and he keeps, 
yeah, I don't know. There, there's a point where she says, I need a man. Like, that, that's her big thing. Like, I, I need a man. It was, that was, felt very weird for the times, for a supposedly feminist show. Uh, and then he's, when, when she's saying that, he's like, oh, I'm a man. I can, you know, he's making all this sexual innuendo and stuff. Yeah, yeah, it was it was played for laughs, but it wasn't especially funny. It wasn't funny at all. No, he's talking about, oh, I'll just go back and be to the monastery and continue my celibacy or something. <laughs> like, dude, what? You think that's gonna work? Also, that's like, that's like the, uh, oh man, what are they called? The incel. That's their. T- that's that kind of talk. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, but they, there is like a degree of slut shaming to her going away for a weekend when, you know, we watching it now or even then I would think you're like, what's the big fucking deal? Let's go. No, it would still be weird because she's going on a plane to Chicago for someone she met two days ago. I guess that's true. <laughs> not, but, not in a slut shaming way, just in a, whoa, is he going to kill you? Way? But he sent her flowers. So it's all right. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, yeah. What were your some of your things that stuck out about it being uh, weird? Uh, not weird. I just, I mean, I, I always have problems with like the character that as written, the Schneider as written. It's just he's just so obnoxious that it's hard to, hard for him to be funny when like she's going, he's going through her mail. It like, it goes over being funny into like, go away, dude. You're annoying. Yeah, you're and creepy. Yeah, which I think they did better. We'll talk more about it, but in the second Snyder, I think works better. Yeah. Although I think the actor is fine. I, I, what he's been asked to do, I think he does a good job with it, and he's funny. And and like, so my problem is not with the actor; it's just what he's they're forcing him to say. Yeah, I think overall the acting is fine on the show. It's mm-hmm. just the it's not funny, and it's it's not as it's definitely of its time, I guess. It seems very dated. Like their idea of feminism doesn't doesn't mesh with what we think of as feminist today. I don't even know. I mean, I just I think maybe the that's fine. It's just the the I guess I don't know. <laughs> I just thought it was boring. It's it, my bigger problem. That's the thing. The... It wasn't funny, <laughs> despite the. Insane hyena laughs of the studio audience. Did but I don't think I picked up on what convinced her not to go. No, she went, dude. But I thought she went up back to her her, her room, like she went upstairs after Snyder talked to her at the end. Oh, did she? Why did yeah. I think she left? Yeah. I thought she went the other way. No, she went back. Oh, up the well, stairs. it was Snyder's little stupid pep talk, I guess, that did it. Oh, which made no sense and had nothing to do with anything. So. <laughs> Listen, if you're a fan of this show, you're I'm stupid. S- no, no, I, I beg you to rewatch it because maybe you're not a fan anymore. You just forget how you don't realize how bad it is. No, I agree because I was a fan of this show as a kid. I was not. I found it boring as AF, as you say, and I could not watch it. I do say boring as AF. Um, yeah. Now, oh, really? You couldn't? I really. No, because yeah. this this was one of the regular, um, uh, what, what was I going to say? The regular like rerun shows they'd have at like six o'clock, and it would be this or Family Ties, or and oh. I always go with whatever else was on. Yeah, no, I would watch. I watched it 
as it aired originally. So the you know there was that's you, you were didn't have a lot of choices. Older. Yeah, but even then, oh, we should look up what it was going against. I I do enjoy finding that out. Oh yeah. So this was a CBS in seventy five. Yeah. So it had to be going against Mary Tyler. Wait, was Mary Tyler Moore on CBS as well? Yes, I think so. Okay, so they weren't. Because I don't think ABC had anything good until the eighties. That's when like Happy Days and stuff came. Let's no, say Happy Days was seventies, but oh, you're right, you're right. <clears throat> so let's see, one day at a time. I'm just looking specifically at. I think you're forgetting also nine... that ha- that ABC had Welcome Back, Cotter. So I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, there are things that went against or things I've never heard of. Police Story, Police Woman, and the Rookies. But it came after the mat- Mash, and that's probably why it ran so. Oh, hard. that makes sense. Yeah, because it ran for nine years. That's crazy. Good Times was on it at 8.30, and then this came on at 9.30 after MASH, so it was Tuesday night fodder. Oh, yeah, so that was like, that was their big lineup. Well, no, not if they had Mary Tyler Moore and Bob that was, Hart, I think that was Saturday, but yeah, it was, yeah, anyway. Well, Police Woman was Angie Dickinson, right? That's all I know about that. Um, uh, uh, yep, yeah, I never saw that. Yeah, I don't think I did either. Uh, but yeah, CBS had Mary Tyler Moore and Bob Newhart Oh, it's weird. Like part of the year they had Mary Tyler Moore and Bob Newhart and then at nine o'clock and then part of the year they had All in the Family and Alice at nine o'clock on Saturdays. I guess All in the Family moved around. Depending on the year, of course. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Um anyway. Well, I know. This is weird. I'm reading like this thing. Um that this this actress Mary Louise Wilson was designed to be uh Anne Romano's comedic foil. They, she was signed to play Ginny somebody, a cocktail waitress who moves into Schneider's apartment building and immediately becomes Anne's best friend and confidant. I guess this didn't happen. Um, oh, it, oh, or it did. So the ratings began to decline soon after her arrival um, as she proved to be unpopular with viewers. According to her memoir, um, she had never seen one day at a time and watch an episode in her apartment. She did not find the sitcom funny at all <laughs> and was not given a script until the first read-through of her first episode. Wilson also did not get along with Franklin, who took her role as arbiter over moral issues very seriously and co- who considered herself our foremost authority on Broadway. This woman was a Broadway actress. Um, she also thought Harrington's, this is Schneider, character of Schneider was not funny at all, although she liked Harrington himself and found him hilarious off-screen. So I guess... These problems were going on uh, even at the time. <laughs> well, it's kind of sour grapes, though. I mean, it she could didn't be, get but the she role. has points. <laughs> no, she did get the role, but then it uh, ratings declined after she. Oh, uh, this is later in the. Yeah, I guess it was later in the run. Yeah, I yeah. gotcha. Um, but anyway, yeah, the yeah, it it didn't work. Like, like you said, the we guy. We might have watched a bad episode. It's but it, possible. It, I think the thing is, like, I was thinking, well, I must have missed something big, because there's there's no context that, that, that makes sense why the Richard Mazur, is that his name? Yeah, the lawyer. Why, why the lawyer would, would be, like, having so much problems with her going away, because when he's introduced, it seems like he's just a neighbor. It doesn't seem like he's any kind of, like, uh, like have any kind of relationship with her. So it's a, it's a weird. And then if you think about it, if that's her lawyer, it's just, it's all kinds of weird. Yeah. He shouldn't <laughs> be involved with her. Yes. And why is he living in the same apartment building? 
Does he live there though? That's what I didn't know. I didn't know if he just stopped by and visited all the time because he was oh, in I love guess with her. Right. I didn't think of that. I thought he was just a neighbor. But yeah, I mean that was just sitcom physics that if someone's coming in, they must be a neighbor. But you're right, maybe it wasn't. Yeah, and I do think that uh, Pat Harrington Jr., I guess, who played Schneider, is he's very good in the role. Like you said, just it's just the role. The lines are terrible, and the characters kind of a creep even back then i would think like was that shit maybe not well no i think it was he was supposed to be creepy it's just like funny yeah but it's not supposed to be annoying it's you know a lot of people there's a lot of of roles and like kramer's kind of annoying if you look at it a certain way it's that kind of role it's just in this episode it it was it's just it wasn't funny it was annoying to me maybe other episodes is more funny yeah maybe they give him a little more uh humanity i mean it's on. only the second episode of the show maybe if we watched the 15th episode it would be a funnier show but i i like can't I said, see it i didn't like it as a kid so there's no way i'm gonna like it now yeah yeah uh well well sorry to take a crap all over one day at a time no i mean it deserved it <laughs> it I won think... an emmy for what it couldn't have thought he won an emmy i can't believe the show won an emmy the pat harrington won an emmy i can't okay, believe yeah, that makes sense there's too many other yeah, he won an Emmy in 84 and like a director won, but no, this show never won any awards. Yeah, good. It shouldn't have. Um, yeah, it was pretty painful to watch, just mostly because it wasn't funny at all. Like, even even the stuff that the audience laughed at, I was like, eh, really? But I don't know, maybe it was canned laughter. I can never tell with those old shows. I don't remember if it said filmed live before a studio audience, but I don't think so. Well, uh, I think, I mean, they, they, they can, it can be partially people laughing and then they spice it up they, with can't laughter. Yeah. But it, it's interesting looking at the ratings for this show as it, as it ran, like it's rank. It, it was pretty consistently in the top 20 for the first eight seasons. And then the ninth season, it dropped to 44 all of a sudden. Oh, wow. I wonder if that's like maybe from maybe MASH ended in 83. I don't know when MASH ended, but I, I don't, don't think either. maybe it didn't have the lead in. Didn't have its lead in. Yep. <laughs> Although I do see that Richard Mazur, the, uh, the lawyer, he was considered main cast for the first two seasons. Then he was gone. Then he was guest cast for season six. That must have been the season when he was going to marry her, maybe? Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. He's one of those character actors I would I was I was always in like sitcoms and stuff back in the eighties. Yeah, he was in everything. Um, and then same with Mackenzie Phillips, she was main cast for the first five seasons, and then I guess she had she, some troubles. She got she got fired. Did she in season six? Yeah. And then season seven through nine, they just have her listed as recurring. She got fired for for drug problems, I'm assuming. I guess. Um, but then, yeah, so Bonnie Franklin and Valerie Bertinelli and Schneider were in it all the way through. Um, okay, yeah, that, so that Mary Louise Wilson, who wrote the memoir, uh, she was only on it for season two. And then they gave her the big fat axe. That's, that still sounds like sour grapes. Yeah, I'm sure it was. But she was a Broadway actress before that. I'm sure she did fine. I mean, we all know her name now, so... <laughs> I have to see what else she's done. I'm going to look up her Wikipedia right this second. Her picture's not even up. She's 87 years old. Who can trust her? Oh, yeah. Her memory's gone. She'd probably 
Oh wow, there's not. Well, she does have a lot of Broadway. Broadway, yeah. She's work. a Broadway actress. She's she's too 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 good for TV. Yeah. Although she does a this... lot of television work. Modern Family, The Sopranos. Modern Family. Wow, she's still working. Yeah. Well, her last Broadway role was 2015, so. Um. Pretty good oh, Modern Family's Modern, Modern Family's from this season. Oh yeah. Uh, or maybe last season. Did you going off topic about old people? Did you see the clip about of uh, Diane Feinstein talking to the yes, students? Yes, the children. That was awesome. <sighs> Good for her. Finally, someone someone telling kids their place. And she got two uh, two Republicans are now on her side because of that. <laughs> yeah, nice going, you out of touch old bat. Oh <sighs> man, I mean, I know. I mean the the. The thing is now this clip is edited, but even if you watch the whole clip, she still said that stuff. She still was, I mean, I'm sure she was nice and some, but there was no reason for her to act that way. Now, why are you getting defensive with a bunch yep. of school kids? Did you vote for me? How old are you? <laughs> you didn't vote for me. What the fuck, lady? Oh, uh, it was funny. I thought it was a joke at first. Yeah, no, she lost her shit. Um, yeah. Yeah, so the show really, the show really uh, didn't work at all, and I'm surprised that it lasted that long. What made you want to? You chose this. This you, well, I was you just forced to think, us to do this. Think of something really quick we could do. But so I we mean, didn't have why to watch a movie or something? Because uh, oh, because you liked one day. I mean, I I know why. Oh, because the, one. the new one popped up on Netflix while I was scrolling through, so that just gave me. Oh, an and idea. you just oh, I just. I think I would have tried to watch another show from the 70s just because I didn't like this one that much. Yeah, no. But you just I, wanted to make it easy. Okay. Yeah, it was just, it was there, and I was like, okay, there's something we can do. It wasn't any interest in this original One Day at a Time. It was just. No, no, not at all. I mean, when I say I was a fan, I was a little kid, and I watched right, it. But, right. Yeah. It reminds me of another show that I didn't like at the time. Not that they're any in any way sim- similar, and they're from different eras. It's from the 80s. There was a show where Helen Hunt played a daughter. Do you remember that? shit no so she was like a teenage daughter at that point I'm yes guessing. yeah 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 oh i wish uh, you i gotta look her up look up helen hunt because uh i remember not liking that show too because it was too serious yeah well <laughs> i think maybe richard krenna played her father does that make sense that maybe makes I sense i think um man I, she was in a lot of stuff so it's gonna be hard to find i think the truth is though when you watch norman lear stuff um like all in the Family also gets a little preachy and too serious. It is much funnier. Yeah, um, I think that's... But it also the, doesn't hold up nearly as oh, well as... Oh, I disagree. The, I think the early seasons of All in the Family are still funny, and they're still funny in, in good ways, and they still do a good job of of making both sides look bad, which I think is why that show is so good. And it's hard to notice if you're supporting one of the sides. Like, if you're a, a super racist, Archie Bunker seems funny, and you don't know what how the other guy's talking about if you're super liberal like when you're watching it you don't realize it but they're really making fun of meathead and i think that's that's good yeah no that's true i'm trying to find out what the hell show she was on desperate lives no that was a tv movie uh oh it takes two that's yeah, gotta that's be it, it. 82 83 yeah it was only one year i can't believe it was on on reruns it's so weird back then stuff that ran only one season would be on on reruns but i watched this a few times and i always hated it we're never gonna find this if it only ran one season yeah no well it's probably just all over youtube maybe it was a susan harris creation didn't she have something to do with soap 
or am I oh, thinking this is somebody what, else? This is what happened. Sorry, it became syndicated. It was oh. it was syndicated with It's a Living, so that's why I got to watch it. it wasn't so. I liked It's a Living when I was a kid. You're crazy, dude. That was worse than One Day at a Time, I think. Listen, just because you're misogynistic and hate Angelian, I can't help that. I didn't hate her until she got breast cancer. Then she was no See? longer a woman to me. Exactly. Um, no, that was a... I mean, all those syndicated shows were awful in the 80s. And I think even probably to today. Do they still do syndicated shows? I don't even know. I, that. I, it's probably not a thing anymore. There's so many networks. Um yeah, I don't know that they have syndicated shows, but they, I mean, definitely have shows like straight to TBS and FX and Comedy Central. But yeah, there was like weird shit, even going into the 90s, like there was, um, what was it, Stargate and like The Dead Zone. Do you remember that with uh, Anthony Michael Hall? That was, I, those, I, that, and, that and those might, ran for a long ass time. Well, the, the Dead Zone might not have, might have been syndicated in some areas, but it was a USA show. Oh, it was USA. Okay, yeah, and then it went into syndication after it. Yeah, had, but it they both ran for a super long time. Um, yeah, from my understanding, Dead Zone was good. Yeah, I have no idea. Uh, who cares, really? This show, on the other hand, was awful. Um, so let's come back. We'll see if uh, the new version is any better. Take a quick break. We'll be right back. We had a comrade, a brave comrade, he could talk for whole days. But then he tried to be a hero, tried talking about Shamiro to computers wearing earphones. He almost died for conversation, hallucinations, good vibrations. Van Dyke Park's greyhound racing, steeplechasing. All right, we are back with One Day at a Time, the 2017 TV series. I only watched the first episode, but I really liked it. Eh, I didn't care for it so much. It's was... not it's not my preferred kind of sitcom because it's 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 that seventies, eighties style or even sixties where it's a there's a studio audience and it's what do we say it's one camera or multiple multiple cameras, I forget. Multi camera, I think it's multi camera, yeah. yeah. And it's but I still I thought it was funny. I thought there was funny bits and it was very broad, but that's what this kind of show is supposed to be. I was gonna say that's the broadness that really just didn't appeal to me. I think uh it's definitely better than the than the original um but yeah i mean so it it verges on stereotypes a lot which kind of annoyed me um but i mean i guess that's kind of what you that's, what I you're gonna get all... from this type of sitcom yeah and it's broad that's, that's what they do yeah yeah but speaking of do you know I, I heard somebody mention it once and ever since like every time i watch seinfeld i see it they were like you ever notice that the ethnic characters on Seinfeld are like the most stereotypical? Yeah, at the ever? time, I mean, it was, that was the one thing that bothered me about the show, and I love the show. Yeah, and because at at the time when the show, like in the middle of the show, there was a guy who was offered. I wish I could find this. I'm sure it'd be hard, easy to find if I actually tried. But there's a guy who wrote at, at first. 
I think it's for the New Yorker, but maybe it was somewhere else. But a, an actor who was offered a role, African American, and he was just treated like like a totally stereotypical role. And he he kept making these notes like to make it less less so, and they would say, say no over and over again until he got fired. And he's like, "Fuck this." So yeah, <laughs> yeah it's unfortunate. I, it is. Um. Yeah, and and it's that kind of broadness is just it's not my thing at all. So I get it. Um, I'm not, I'm not really the audience for this, but at the same time, I mean, I feel like, I think the actors were good. Mostly. I think Rita Moreno was playing it so broad. It was kind of, it was kind of off putting to me cause she's a good actress. Um, but yeah, she's just basically, she's basically playing a trope here. Yeah. And it works. <laughs> I guess that's, it was a exactly bit much what to me. To do. It was, it was a bit too much. Um, but it, it also deals with um, somewhat serious issues. So th- it's basically the, the reboot is not really the same thing. It's, it's a, well, it kind of is, I guess it's, I a, mean, I, I don't understand why they need to make it a reboot. This is a, almost an entirely different story. The, the only thing it has in common is the name and the fact that it's a single mom, single mother. Yeah. Um, and they're from Cuba. Oh, they brought Snyder in. So that's, that's, they did, yeah. And I liked the Snyder making turning Snyder into this, this coolest hipster. hipster really yeah. worked, and it was funny, and it it brought like this like outsider character in in an interesting, fun way without being like over the top stupid. I guess, although it, you might disagree with that. No, so. it's a good i it's a good idea. I like uh, what they did with it. It's just that the jokes were also like I see them coming ten miles up Broadway. Is I never is my, have a problem with that. I yeah, mean, they might not I, make me laugh, but I still appreciate them. Um just very standard i'm i'm kind you of saw him taking that... off that mustache up broadway because i didn't see that coming no i didn't see him <laughs> you're right <laughs> but but like his like rapping with the kids thing yeah like that yeah, whole, you know that awkward joke if it works it works yeah yeah um I, the and they deal with um the the mother's depression uh in this which is but yeah. it's, it's not in a it's not in a beat you over the head way, which I appreciated. Like it, if it had been on the original one day at a time, it would have been gruesome. I did like Stephen Toblowski, who's always pretty good. Always pretty good. Yeah. Um, although even then, like he's just saying these dumb sitcom lines, he does the most with it. Yeah. I mean, it works. I mean, this is, <laughs> it is a sitcom. I know it's just such, it's just such a throwback sitcom. Um, yeah, I think that's. I mean, I think it's nice to have a throwback sitcom once in a while because you have all these attempts at doing Arrested Development or again to like more these jam packed with in, insider jokes and. Yeah. But I like I like this kind of thing once in a while where you could you could pick any episode of this show. I imagine I've only watched the first episode, but you could pick it at random and you'll pick up on everything. You don't need to know the, the canon of the show to really pick up on things. You don't need to listen to an outside podcast. It's the show to, to veg and watch. I, I think that's, that's nice. I mean, I like both kinds, but I think it's nice to have this once in a while too. Yeah. I, I mean, it's not something I would veg out and watch, but I, I probably wouldn't either truth be told, but still I did enjoy it. Okay. I mean, I, I definitely appreciated it. Much more than the original. Yeah, maybe it's despite uh, no Valerie Bertinelli anywhere, uh, which was the only good thing about the original. 
And what is Valerie Bertinelli up to now? I don't know. Didn't she do that um, Hot in Cleveland show? Was she on that? Oh, with, so with she, like yeah. Betty White and. That's another broad show. I, I didn't watch all of them, but I enjoyed it when I watched it. Yeah, another total throwback show because that was yeah. like TV Land, right? Their first mm-hmm. like foray into original programming or some original sitcom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She was in that, as was the the British woman from Frasier. Yeah, yeah, Daphne. That's her. That's her real name. Um, yeah, Jane Leaves, and also Wendy Malick. Was she on that? Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow, I know a lot about it for not ha- ever having seen it. You never watched one episode? Man, that, I, I just looked it up. It was on for six seasons. Yeah, of course. TV Land. What the hell? Jeez. They don't care about their ratings. Um, yeah, I always because I always liked Valerie Bertinelli, not just because I had a crush on her. I just she seemed c- cool. It w- always weirded me out that she was married to Eddie Van Halen because she didn't seem the type. But I don't know. I don't fucking know her, so what the hell? <laughs> uh, you don't know Eddie either, so don't be don't be fronting. Yeah, that's true. I mean, he does seem like an awesome person. Um, They're divorced now, by the way. Oh, I know. I'm, I followed that relationship all the way through. Uh, yeah, this one, I think the acting is also fine. Although, as I said, Reader Moreno, tone it down a few thousand notches, maybe. But that's what, like you said, that's what they're going for. So it's not really a complaint about her. It's a complaint about my personal preferences, really. But also it's interesting that you have to go to Netflix to have a like a fully Latina show. Or, I, I mean, not, as far as I can tell, on network TV, there's nothing like this, is there? Uh, maybe you're forgetting uh, the George Lopez show. Hello. <laughs> is that still around? Probably somewhere out in the ether. He's probably just doing it for himself in his mirror every morning. <laughs> yeah, no, I know what you mean. Um, I that feels like I mean we've talked about this before, but it does feel like for 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 over the air television, we've gone backwards in representation. That's more, it's more white than it, it was even in the seventies, and that might just be I might be missing it, but that's just how it feels. It does feel like, that way. It's like it's remarkable when something like Blackish lasts more than one season. Yeah, or as we've mentioned before, Brooklyn Nine Nine, which is right. That's yeah. that's actually a good show. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you watch this week's? Yes, I did. I've I've been watching them as they air. Yeah, yeah. I usually watch it the next day, but it was a especially good one this it, week. Yeah, it's been getting better. It's been up and down this season, um, and I don't know if this is their last season or not. Have you I heard? hope not. I mean, I have not heard that, but I hope. I hope if it is that they're planning on it and they have like a last hurrah episode, but I hope they have another season because it, it's been as good as ever this season. I thought I didn't even see the up and downs like you have, I guess. Yeah, no, I think it's, it's just gotten steadily better as it's been going on. Um, not a lot of Joe Latrulio this season, which is weird, but yeah, I don't even, he barely was in, in the most recent episode. Yeah. And, uh, I am, I am going to miss Gina. Yeah. Because she was a really good character, I thought. Um, anyway, but... Did you, did you know her brother is the founder of BuzzFeed? No. Well, oh, not yeah. not Gina from the show, but Chelsea Perez. Yeah, yeah. No, I had oh, no you, idea. Oh, yeah. I was shocked by that. Because they were both in the news for different reasons at the same time. Because her final episode of Brooklyn Nine-Nine was happening at the same time when he was firing a bunch of dudes from BuzzFeed. And women. Not just dudes. People. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, she doesn't need to work. 
She got that Jordan Peele money and that BuzzFeed money. Well, that's her brother. I mean, I'm sure he throws a little cash her way when she's running out of milk. Um, that new Twilight Zone does look good. I know. Well, he's got a series on YouTube as well. I uh, saw that. Weird Is it good? City. Eh. Mm-hmm. I watched the first episode. It was it was okay. It's like sci-fi comedy kind of. In a way, yeah. I don't know. I, I I'm sure Twilight Zone will be better. It was fine. Um, I only did watch one episode. Adam Scott's in one of the episodes of Twilight Zone, so that's already a seal of approval. Oh, that's you know what that that just reminds me because it's CBS All Access. Um, we should do. What the fuck is that, dude? It's my phone's ringing. Why did your phone? Why did you pick that as your ringtone? I think that's what came with it. Oh, so it's just laziness. All right. I accept yep. that answer. Um, oh, it's because the CBS All Access made me think we could do Star Trek The Next Generation versus the new Star Trek. I can't remember what it's called. It's on CBS All Access. That would be fun. Yeah, let's let's plan on that. I can get you that new Star Trek because uh, I just got it. With my CBS All Access account, of course. <laughs> um. And yeah, then we can do a Twilight Zone versus Twilight Zone too at some point. That'd yeah, I'm looking forward to that. But new Twilight Zone also coming to. We might want to wait for the Star Trek episode become coming in the next couple of years as a Michael Chabon show running ep, uh, version of Star Trek with Picard. Wait, and with actually uh, Picard, yep. or is it a different actor? Patrick Stewart. Oh, nice. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that a lot. Yeah, as long as you jettison the rest of that fucking cast, I'm good with it. I think he plays the younger version of himself. Oh, that makes sense. It's like the uh, Wet Hot American Summer. Well, you know, you were talking about um, Chelsea Peretti's brother. You know what really surprised me? Because I had I didn't know it at all. Was when Super Dave Osborne died, R.I.P. You didn't know that? That he's Albert Brooks' brother. I had no <laughs> yeah. fucking idea, dude. And their last name is actually Einstein? Yeah. And then when you look at him, I'm like, Oh, yeah, they totally have a resemblance. But no, I had no fucking idea. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. That's insane. Um, anyway, yeah. Yeah, so this this series is fine. It's much better than the original. It's just not it's not my type of show that I watch. Um, the it this episode, we watched the pilot uh, concerned a whole bunch of stuff, really. Uh, Quincy Harris or. Quinceanera, yeah, and how the daughter didn't want to do it because it was a, you know, an outdated misogynistic uh, function, and the son wants to get new shoes for school. That's there you go. Mm-hmm. There's your synopsis. Oh, and we already talked about her depression and dealing with it. Yeah, and her, uh, she was a veteran, and we find out her husband wanted to go back to the war zone to work. Yeah, as most veterans do. I thought it was actually as I mean the broad stuff was its own thing, but I thought it was a very good in, introductory episode in in that they gave a lot of information without overwhelming you with information. Yeah, no, they they did. They got a lot of they they set the stage pretty well with with everything. Um, just you know the comedy is, eh. but you liked it more than I did. Yeah, I thought it was it seem... was enjoy- I thought actually thought it was enjoyable. And I like that this exists because 
like I, I talk about representation, not only that, but I look that this kind of show could still exist because people enjoy this kind of show. It's, it's not like the people who liked, who watched sitcoms in the eighties and nineties didn't enjoy them. They, they thought they were funny. They weren't waiting for this right. other kind of show to come about. So I, I think it's nice to have this kind of show around. Like, is, is there this kind of show on, on uh, the networks? Is like, is there a, well, a lot of multi-camera shows? I don't even know of any. CBS, you know, with, Big Bang Theory and um, and their yeah, shit. but I don't think of Big Bang Theory in the same way. Big Bang Theory is a lot less broad in it's it's what? it's different. It's different. I mean, it's broad in, a, in an entirely different way. I mean, you know, like a family sitcom. Oh yeah, and this 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 feels more of a throwback than Big Bang Theory. Big Bang Theory seems more modern. That's true. Yeah, I mean, and same with like Mom. Is that what it's called? The yeah, that's the same thing. Because I think I think the problem, not the problem, but the difference with those is that they're not. They, there's a lot of like adult humor in those. Oh, gee, shit, yeah. It's not especially funny, and I don't think this show has that kind. It of It does not. You're, humor you're correct. It. Yeah. And that's that's more what I'm talking about with with this. Like, I mean, I guess those are broad, but they're a different kind of broad. They're not the kind. They're <laughs> they're the broad I don't want. No, yeah, they're definitely more lowest common denominator as far as as far as that kind of like juvenile humor and shit yeah 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 um yeah you're right i i can't really think of any i mean of course i'm kind of moving the goalposts saying so those do exist you're right but it's not exactly what i'm looking for i'm no i i get what you're saying more of just the old school 80s style yeah sitcoms without without that's family friendly yeah yeah so whatever no i don't think they exist anymore probably on like disney or something but you know but those, I, those are probably yeah. awful. Yeah. Like, uh, what's the guy from Saturday Night Live? Keenan. Keenan Thompson. Keenan Thompson. I think he's producing a new sketch comedy for kids show on Nickelodeon. I think I read that. <laughs> Damn. That dude has been in sketch comedy probably longer than anybody alive right now. Well, he he's been on Saturday Night Live longer than anyone else. Oh I yeah, for that. sure. Because it was a trivia question at bowling that I actually got right. <laughs> But uh, he had that. What was the name of his show on on was Nickelodeon? It all that, and then they had Keenan and that, Kel. I think and... I think all that is what they're bringing that back, and he's he's producing it and like bringing a, a new new generation on. Oh, that's good. I mean, there's nothing better than watching kids do sketch. So. Oh, I think kids like it, so that's who it's made for. Well, exactly. <laughs> um. Yeah, yeah. No, I I I know what you're saying. I don't think there is another of this type of show. I mean, when I say throwback, it really is a throwback where I, I consider like, like big bang theory and stuff more modern, even though they use the, the really dated uh, model, but with, with the type of humor they do, the Chuck Lorre style humor is not, Yeah, they, they use the model, but they've updated it in yeah. ways that don't agree with our sensibilities. No, exactly. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I'm glad for the representation. It's not, it's fine. Like the show is fine. It's just not my thing at all. Um, but it is cool that Norman Lear is still involved. Yeah. And I like that he was on Twitter. He's like, I don't know what viral means because apparently this show is in danger of being canceled. And he's like sharing someone that someone else did. And he's like, I don't know what viral means, but I'm glad to be a part of it. Oh yeah. Yeah. I had just read that when I was looking this up that fans are like, making a big stink about it being canceled right if you look at it, its ratings it gets very good reviews i didn't realize that and i'm happy about that like rotten tomatoes it's like 100 percent, and that's nice but 
that's what I don't get about Netflix necessarily. Like, they don't have ratings, right? But I guess they do see what people are watching. Yeah, I think they have more direct ratings than the networks do. Yeah. Because, yeah. But I don't know if it's all about that because I think like them canceling the Marvel stuff was all politics. Uh, yeah, it was probably had to do with all the Disney shit, right? I think so. I don't. I mean, I, it's not entirely clear, but it had something to do with all that. Yeah. Because Jessica Jones is getting one more season at least, right? Nope. Canceled. I heard it was canceled, but I thought they were doing the last season. Oh, I thought the last season it ran was its last season. It could be. I might be wrong. I never finished that last season, so I have no idea. Um, Which I loved the first season, so it's really weird that I couldn't finish the second. Yeah, the second wasn't as good, but it was still better than the others. Um, yeah, P- Punisher canceled. So all the Marvel shows have been canceled now. I think so, yeah. Netflix. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I hope this continues to go for the people who like it. I I can't like I can't be mad at it. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, if we were to pick, like, if we had some other '70s family show, I would pick another episode of this show to compare it compare it against because it was fun to watch as an excuse to watch it. Yeah, I, for some reason, I had thought you'd already seen it. I don't know why. I, I had seen this episode that we watched. You did? Oh, okay. Because I think Michael Morris recommended it one time, and I wanted to see what he was talking about, and it ended up I was agreeing with him. Wasn't it him that recommended it? Somebody. Probably. I can't imagine who else it would have been. I haven't had anybody else on for like years. Um, all right. Yeah. So if you're going to watch a one day at a time, watch the new one. I guess that's your takeaway from this listener. <laughs> Recommendations, Asians, 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 Asians. Yeah. You got one? I have a Hulu show that just came out called Pen15. Yeah. We watched the first episode. It's it's uh, about middle school and it's awkward and it's really funny. When we first watched it, I mean, it's a little weird because the women playing them are like in their thirties and they're playing. And if if you don't know that when you turn the show on, it's really weird the whole time. Yeah, and I I mean we got it pretty quick, but just at first we were like, weird. what? This is bizarre. Yeah, because <laughs> it's all it's like. They're wearing like clothes of a thirteen-year-old, and they have like braces and stuff. So they seem like they're they're the right age, but something's off. Yeah. <laughs> have you watched more than one episode? I'm up to the third episode, and each one's been funnier than the sec the one before. It's really a very funny show. Oh, nice. Okay, yeah, Pen Fifteen. Um, they also had a very good episode on Comedy Bang Bang, which is recognition yeah. enough. Yeah, I listened to that. Um. Okay, I will recommend a Netflix show, The Keepers. Did you watch that? No, wow. Did you this watch? The, did you say The Keeblers? Yeah, it's about, about the elves. Nice. Oh, this is an older one, right? Yeah. Uh, I've heard of it. Yeah, it's really good. Um, we, I think you mentioned it last week, maybe, or a couple weeks ago. We also watched that Abducted in Plain Sight. That's a tough one. That, I mean, I was infuriated by those parents. I don't, what the fuck? Like there's, I don't know. There, You can be naive and at a certain point, naivete just turns into utter stupidity. And that's what I felt about, like, oh my God. It was awful. Um, If you, you don't, giving some guy a hand job. Because he says he needs a release, 
It's not. <laughs> that's just not normal. Like you don't just go. Oh, okay. I guess. Well, that, why not? I mean, that's the least of the that, problem. Oh, it's the least of it. The the, the, the dad... mother hooking up with the guy after after he married he her daughter and married her daughter at thirteen. That's that's yeah. That's when things were. Ugh. But just the their whole like. I don't know their whole bumpkin mentality. The father is like, oh, I didn't even know what uh, I, I didn't even know what child molester was. Then what the fuck are you talking about? You're like an adult person anyway. But the keepers is much better. Um, yeah, it's about uh, a nun who was murdered, and then it goes into this whole Catholic Church thing. Um, yeah, it's pretty crazy. Definitely worth watching. So. That's my recommendation. Write to us at popculturecontinuum at gmail.com if you want to talk about one day at a time. Uh, rate us highly on iTunes and write a review, no matter what it says in the review, as long as the highly rating is in there. And uh, like us on Facebook. And most importantly, tell your friends to listen. As long as the highly rating is in there. Mm-hmm. That's our motto. All right. Well, yeah, maybe we'll do one of these uh, Star Trek thingies or something next time. Uh, we'll figure it out. Until then, goodbye, everybody. Goodbye.